what is Dude to Bet Sports? Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's try. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the DJ Bet Sports Show. We've got an abbreviated show tonight because we got a lot of programming coming up. We're going to kind of be the first show before Blinkers Off starts here. Oh, I don't know, about an hour, hour and a half. But Jared and I both up in Plattsburgh today and then going to the track tomorrow. So a lot going on. Papa Dude, how are you doing uh, tonight? Doing great. We uh, we thought about not having the show, but uh, we've got to talk to our loyal viewers a little bit. You are busy, 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 and uh, I am getting ready to go on vacation too. So planning for that's always takes a little bit of time. So we're rushed for time, and hopefully we can come up with a couple of things to entertain you tonight. Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully my internet's working. It's kind of giving me the idea that it's not. Am I? Can you hear me all right? You see me all yeah. right? Everything like that. Yeah, I think it's okay. working. Okay, good deal, good deal. It's kind of giving me the signals low says sign. So uh, if I go away, I swear I'll come back. How about that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's um let's get right into it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I'll pull this up on the screen. So like I said, abbreviated show tonight. We're not gonna go the full uh 30 or the full hour. We're not gonna uh, do a Pick five because we're going to have tons of coverage. First of all, the pick five was covered on the Magic Mike show, the late pick five at Saratoga. So if you want full coverage, go there. And then if you want all the stakes races, Blinkers Off going to be coming up soon. But for our show, we're just going to go through the Whitney uh, in depth. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit of Major League Baseball. So let's talk about the Whitney. It is the race of the day, uh, without any doubt, of the race of the weekend. Six horses entered in this year's Whitney Stakes. Featuring Cody's Wish, two-to-one favorite. He is kind of the horse everybody thinks is the classic favorite at this point. He's been finishing first in the Breeders' Cup Classic rankings each and every week that Jared and I have been doing those along with other uh, other members of the media. All right, Papa Dude, what do you think? You've kind of been on it with Elite Power and Forte last week, you know, kind of toss-up races that you got right. I'm not sure this one's a toss-up, though. What do you think? Well, I, it all depends on uh, can he get the distance, right? Right. That's the that's the whole thing. He's obviously the best horse, but he's never run at a mile and an eighth. And uh, I got to thinking about it. He, he's he's money at at a mile. So you add an eighth of a mile, and I did the math. That's two hundred and twenty more yards. Okay. And you say to yourself, "Well, that's not very far." Tell you what, go to a track a running track and run 220. Right. Run it. And I bet you you'll be dying before you get to the end of the 220 yards unless you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. That's a tough race. So that it is some extra yardage. It's not a lot. And the breeding says he can do it. You know, mm-hmm. he's Curlin's the sire. Uh, I think Curlin could get a mile and a half. It's pretty easy. So that's the only question. Can he get it? First time he's ever run at this. Um, I think most of us are thinking he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great horse, and he's on a roll, and he's just winning everywhere he goes. You know, he's he's just special. And this is going to cement his legacy if he can get this one. Uh, major challenger, I guess, would have to be number two, charge it. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you agree with that? He's probably the 
major challenger. Um, but there's a question about him in the distance also. Well, I, I think he kind of checked the box a little bit uh, more. We kind of know oh, that right. he can run it. Uh, that's and right. he was a longer distance for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Cody's wish is going to be fine. I, let's play devil's advocate. I'm going to play it for a second. You got a horse by Curlin out of a tap at mare, and, and you never try this until now in his, his five-year-old season. How much is that like, huh, that's weird? Because it, it's Bill Mott. It's not like this guy doesn't know horses, that's right? That's right. That is fascinating. I remember when when they uh, we talked about this horse. When are they going to try the distance? Mm-hmm. And we kind of discussed this. This is odd with the breeding that they've never tried distance with him. Is it a situation where he runs so gum good? Yeah. At the other levels, they just have thought, you know, why why are we going to mess with this? You know, he's winning grade ones all over the place. Why the heck would we change? I think it's more more like that than anything. I think that's a very good possibility that it's it is a situation where they're like, you know what, he he's doing so good. And I think, you know, when they put him in the forego last year and he beat Jackie's Warrior at seven furlongs, mm-hmm. I just think they thought, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to the Breeders' Cup now. Obviously, we have that kind of horse because let's not forget he was winning races, but he was not like, wow, he's amazing until that forego. Right. And it could have been a situation where they're like, okay, well, we can't, we're not going to go forego and then try to build him up to the classic, right? I we're going to try to go to the dirt mile. It, yeah. And it worked out. Yeah. Now, you get here, what's the early goal for a lot of uh, older horses, especially ones that have been good at a mile, the Met Mile. So I think now's the time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, timing wise, it makes sense right now. We need to go and we need to stretch him out. And if he doesn't do well, we can always go back to the mile again. But if he does, we got bigger fish to fry. That's right. They're going for the big money, probably yeah. thinking he's not going to run much more. You know, he's not going to keep running a whole lot longer. He's five years old. And this would be something to cap off his career mm-hmm. is to get to that uh, classic and win it. It would cement him as one of the best. So uh, that's exactly what they're thinking. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to win. I mean, if we were doing the pick five, I, I would ha- we would have to single this horse, I think. I, yeah, really I mean, I, I, I think you're right, I, especially when you look at the sequence. It's, it's a toughie, um, and I think Cody's wish would be one we would kind of start to, to zone in on. Let's yeah. talk about a couple of the other ones. Sure. Uh, well, let's just talk about them all because we're talking about just this race tonight. The number one, Zandon, is a horse that has hit the board in a lot of these races. He's yes. the second choice. Were you surprised he's the second choice uh, behind charging? I am. And the reason is he, uh, Zandon is, is a good horse, solid horse, mm-hmm. brings it every time, but doesn't ever win. Yeah. You know, very seldom wins. Hits the board, though. So if you're doing trifectas, you got to throw him in there or he'll kill you. Uh, hasn't ran just fantastic uh, this year. Has a couple of seconds, but they're not close seconds. And Cody's wish beating by three and a quarter head to head in the, in the metro in the met mile. So I, I could not bet him to win. Um, he's one of those classic, I think JV horses. I call him a JV horse. I think he's just on the JV. He's not on the varsity. Good horse. Not a great one. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, it was hard for me to bet him on through all those three-year-old races last year. And certainly you don't think he's going to win a race like this. 
I think Charge It, the two horses, is the most interesting alternative yeah. because he does have early speed. We kind of saw last time out in the Suburban. Of course, this has been a, a screwy horse, really, his whole career. But I saw Suburban. They said, let's just get him out to the front and see if he can take him. Yeah. He did that. He faced a much easier field, though. Is this a situation? Could he get away from Cody's wish? Is I mean, is there any chance for Charge It here in this spot? Of course there is. Uh, he yeah. has immense talent. And uh, you, you hit the nail on the head, he's screwy. You don't know what he's going to do. When he's right, he has been dominating uh, in, the, in, you know, in most of the races he's won. Um, he's, he's been f- just phenomenal. But there's a lot of other races he hasn't been phenomenal. And in the Met Mile, he lost by five and a half lengths to three of these where he was behind three of the horses that are in this field. Mm-hmm. Now, he did go at a mile and a quarter uh, last time out in a grade two Suburban and one by four and three quarters. That's the inconsistency of this horse. Yep. So if you want to put him on the ticket, uh, that's okay, but you got you to you gotta play that inconsistency against the six, Cody's Wish, who is the model of consistency that's what you got to look at do you think he's going to bring it this time and be good enough to win yeah uh, that's absolutely a good way to to put it Uh, speaking of inconsistent the three horse giant game here coming off that uh, Cornhusker win I saw him live in person at at Prairie Meadows he's another one that's got early speed I think they'll send him as well especially Saez getting aboard uh any any interest in him at all he's a longest shot on the board here yeah you know what he ran really well up there. He did. Uh, competition it wasn't awful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there wasn't a Cody's wish in this and probably not a charge at Orzan in as well. But he won by, by three quarters. He ran well. He got the lead, never lost it. He could go to the front and get out, and they may not get him. But I just don't think he's classy enough to win it. Yep. No, I agree with you on that one. Then last Samurai, a horse that was in good form, not quite in the best of form now, the four horse for Lucas. Uh, I'm more interested in Giant Game than Last Samurai. This kind of, to me, feels like with Last Samurai, uh, the typical Lucas, we're we're in good form. Now we've kind of run them a little too much. (laughs) You think? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The thing with D. Wayne is uh, his, his... and I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but his ego gets the best of him. And he's at yeah. Saratoga, and it's the Whitney, and he's got a horse that's not just ridiculous. To, well, yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, he fits. He's won some bigger races. I mean, he fits. He has, but yeah, just not his form right now doesn't fit. But that's the thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's aging a little bit. Uh, he wasn't running well when Lucas got him, D Wayne got him to run good. He got some wins out of him and probably about as much as you're going to get. Now, I do think Giant Game should be 15 to 1 and Last Samurai should be 20 to 1. Yeah. I think he should be the longest shot on the board. Yeah, based on that current form, it's it's going to be a total reversal. That's what it's going to take. He does get played being a board. We'll see what happens there, yeah. but hard to be real confident, no doubt. Yeah. Not. Uh, yeah. The five wide of Barrio, the last one, this is the one that I think you know, people have kind of waited and waited and waited, and he just never really kind of lived up to what he was doing down in Florida as a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. He got to Detro, and everybody's like, maybe this can be the difference. Didn't run all that well last time out either. It's Detro, it's Irad Ortiz, so there are things to like connection-wise. Yeah. 
Can you like the horse? That's the big question. Well, he's like he's like Zandon, isn't he? A lot. Yeah. Maybe a poor version of Zandon, even, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, he did win the Florida Derby. He he does run well. He's probably – they're probably the same, actually. I, I'm trying to make case one time. I right think now. so. Yeah. He's, he's a unique-looking horse, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. But since the Florida Derby, he's he's won once. Yeah. And it was an allowance mm-hmm. at Gulfstream. And uh, he beat Weyburn, which is another – you know, similar horse. Um, I just don't think he's going to win. I, I, I would if we were betting a pick five. I don't think I would even think about him. Really, he didn't run bad in the uh, Met Mile, you know, but he didn't run that good either. So I don't think he's. I'll be shocked if he wins. Yeah, I would be too. I would be pretty surprised if he wins. But he's kind of, you know, a little bit. You know, he at least he has connections. He's kind of the the interesting yeah. alternative, I guess, uh, to the big favorite. Kevin B sounds like you're gonna try to beat Cody's wish in this spot here. Um, you know, he he said, "Hey, go skinny uh, and, and other legs, and then all but Cody's wish in this one." So basically, try to get home with a couple of skinny legs here, and then get to this one and go. You know, all but him, just hoping he doesn't get the distance. Here's the deal, and and this is where I I don't I'm not gonna play it that way, but your logic isn't bad because here's why, in my opinion. Let's let's pretend Cody's wish just starts gasping for air after a mile. Again, something mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen, but can't absolutely say it's impossible. It could happen. <laughs> if he's out of it after a mile and it comes down to the last eighth of a mile between these other five horses, as I mean, anything could happen. Yes. I mean, it, literally, last summer I could win if that happened. If you're not gonna pick Cody's wish, you gotta pick all five of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I just think you're dumb to leave one of them off because you hit it. Any one of them can win. If he, if Cody's wish was not in this race, and we were up here for the Whitney like we usually are, we probably would be saying this is one of the worst Whitneys of all time. I would agree because you think about it, these other five. I know they've had their days, but overall, these are not five horses that you have to come see. No. They're just not. You know? These are not all-stars. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. with, Like when Cody's Wish went to the Met Mile, and people were like, I don't know, can he do it? It's like he's beaten a lot better horses than this. You know? Yes. So you, you come here, and right after the Met Mile, everybody's like, I don't know, mile and eighth, all this. It's like he really doesn't have to be that good to beat these horses. No, I don't he think really so. I mean, why to Barrio and Last Samurai? Come on. I mean, the, the only thing scenario that I could see him getting beat is charge it gets out and takes him gate to water. Yeah. Because what if he runs the corner and he makes his move, but he, he doesn't have that, that quite as sharp of a move because it's a little bit longer mm-hmm. and he's kind of, he doesn't stop necessarily, but he just, he's kind of a slower move and charge. It's able to hold him off. But again, charge it has been a donkey for most of the season. He has been horrible. He's inconsistent. It, well, yeah, and he's just stupid at times. And he's lost to horses like Last Samurai this year, and he was pretty bad until the Suburban where he faced nothing. But he did win. Give him credit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I, I'm just going to say this. And, Kevin B., your strategy is, is sound. Mm-hmm. It's sound. But at the end of the day – if I get beat in this race, I'm kicking my ass all the way to the car. 
because I didn't have Cody's wish. Right. If you're using what he's trying to, I go, trying can't to yeah. live with that. Yeah. If I'm betting and I got a horse that's nine for 13 mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to beat him with these dickheads, <laughs> I'm kicking my ass all the way to the car. If I get four out of five and I don't get this one and one of these dickheads, <laughs> I mean, Cody's wish blows them off and I didn't put him on my ticket. I mean, I, I couldn't do it. Now, I mean, yeah. if you're pretty sure he's not going to run well, then do it. I mean, yeah. you're going to get a really good price. <laughs> I'm See, sorry. This is why we had to do the show tonight because we needed the sound bites. Um, uh, you know, I, I think – I think I look at it this way. Last week, if you didn't want to play uh, Elite Power, you had Gunite, right? And yeah, that's a great option. A great option. Um, yeah. And you had a crown uh, with Forte. Well, that's what I was going to gonna get to Forte. If you didn't yeah. want to play Forte, hey, you got Sonny Crown. He should have won, could have won, however you want to put it. You even had Angel of Empire, who it's like, yeah, he could, he could win, right? Yeah. It, here, it, it it will make you a little sick from a handicapping standpoint if you're sitting here with a live ticket and you've got charger and single, or you've got any of the five. Uh, you are going to beat from a handicapping standpoint, you're going to look at it and say, well, I need some luck here. But from a betting standpoint, it does make sense to try to beat a heavy single that everybody's going to single. Right. So well, and if you're worried about the payout not being very well, very good, don't bet the damn pick five. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um I don't I don't like to talk about horses. I'm that, too I'm too cautious. Well, I mean, I think you try to play the logical stuff, and that's sometimes could be good and sometimes not. But uh, I don't like to talk about horses that aren't aren't in races because it's it's oh. pointless to me. But I, I will I would like to mention West willpower would have been that alternative, like a guy, like a Saudi crown. You look at him in this field, he's in good form. We know he can get the distance, blah, yep. blah, blah. And he's, he's good. Right. And so that's what, like, like, uh, let's say a, a rattle and roll, even if you wanted to try it, I, he makes sense, you know, like a, a smile happy. If he was here, mm -hmm. there are, there are some older horses where you go, yeah, I, I could probably maybe make a case. Let's try it. God, here it's you're right. It's just like ah, I don't really want to play these horses, and so uh, a, a vote against him is just a total vote that he's not going to get the distance. That, that's that right. And, and, and if that's your opinion, you could very well be right. Well, and you're going to get paid. Yes, you are. Yeah. I mean, if you if you if you beat him, you're going to get paid. And it's probably going to get your ass beat. So probably <laughs> that's more than likely. There's <laughs> not going to be any payout if you lose. That is true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, one one more one more little thing. Uh, let's see here. I'm sorry, I had to. I'll, oh, we'll get that comment here in just seconds. Um, but uh, uh, Kevin says I think the payout is going to be pennies if Cody uh, Cody's wish wins. Um. Generally speaking, I, that's another logical thing to say. Here's, it is. The, here's the thing. So the, the payout for the pick five last week, it, it, it shocked me. This was shocked me that it, the payout was this. It was over $1,600 for the late pick five. And that was with Forte and Elite Power winning. Now, you did have other horses in those races that are going to spread out the, the singles more than here where he or Cody's Wish really looks like a single. But still, 
I wouldn't be so sure it's going to pay pennies. Um, I think it could still pay decent with him winning here. Uh, there's some pretty deep races around it. Now, I kind of have the opinion of the test is really tough. And, you know, the, the uh, Saratoga Derby is really tough. You may not have that opinion. If you think those races are going to come on a little chalky, well, then you might be right. So uh, it, it's all about your opinion, where you think the chalk's coming in or right. where you think, well, that chalk could get beat. The other races, I think there's some horses that are decent prices that could pull upsets. So if that happens, Cody's wish winning and you're still going to get a decent amount. I think those last two are tough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Mid squad 19. Yes, sir. Uh, came in and said a little off topic, but it's a good one for today. What were your guys' opinion on Rosario's ride on warlike goddess? And it's funny because Jared's sitting right over here, and he said, I guarantee you people will will blame Rosario or something or the race conditions. I I mean, what do you really want him to do? Like, she was there. She passed the leaders. She got beat by a horse that was behind her. I looked at that horse. I bet McCulloch, by the way. I was watching McCulloch the whole way. I was like, she's not running very smooth. She doesn't look very good. The old warlike goddess would have won that by about five. I just yeah. think she's slowing down. And I, I I didn't think it until the last race before this one where she really didn't have an excuse. And then today I said, I'm going to take a shot with this Chad Brown horse. Even I didn't really like McCulloch that well, but I just feel like warlike goddess is not the same horse, unfortunately. And she's one of my favorites, but the old warlike goddess would have won that by a few links today. I, I don't think McCulloch ran some monster race. Uh, to beat her in this point. Right. I really don't. Did you watch it? Uh, yes. And we were talking about it on the show today on the daily show mm -hmm. and magic loves that horse, but magic thinks the horse is done. And that was before he ran today. Yeah. And he picked McCulloch as well because he just did not think the horse had it anymore. Yeah. So, um, listen, uh, mid squad, Everybody's on Rosario all the time. <laughs> yeah. But you know who's not on Rosario? The trainers. Yeah, he keeps getting the rides. He keeps getting rides. Something's mm -hmm. wrong somewhere. Yeah. If he's so shitty, <laughs> I don't understand why he keeps getting these rides. I don't get it. I, I don't think he's riding the best right now. No, I think not. Rosario is capable of much better rides. Let me, let me be clear. But in this situation... Sometimes your horse doesn't run. Well, and like we were, we were watching. I was watching from the standpoint of rooting for McCulloch, but I also was rooting for Warlike Goddess because I I like Warlike Goddess a lot. She's been one of my favorites. I, I Magic like said the same way. It's a horse. Yeah, and I was watching, hoping she would win. And I said, "Come on, Warlike!" But then when I saw her kind of spinning her wheels, I was like, "Well, you know what? She's just just not the same." And even if she wins the race today. It's close, and it's like, yeah, she's way better than McCulloch at her best, period. That's not a great horse that beat her today. So, How old is she now? Uh, that's a good question. I think she's she's six or seven now. Oh, mares don't run very well after no. that. Oh, I can't remember. They, how long they just get, they, they're, they're ready to – they don't last that long. It seems like she's six. Six? Yeah, yeah she's six. Because she ran as a four-year-old at Del Mar, right? Yeah, four-year-old at Del Mar where she – Now, now, if you want to slam a ride on Warlike Goddess, go back and watch the 2021 Breeders' Cup turf. She was the best horse in that race and got a 
horrifically early move where she would have won it. Um, so that's 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 a bad ride. Today, no, not so much. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, here's like get her settled early or sooner or something. Um, I mean, the problem is like she turns for home and she's well ahead of McCulloch. So if we're heading head with her up the backside, are we going to outkick her? I don't really think so. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. And like I said, you just, sometimes you do worry with, with the mayors when, yeah, 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 Jared just said it. When the mayors are done, they're done. They stop on you. Um, we've seen that for years and that's, that's a lesson, you know, we had to learn, uh, Abel Tasman was one, um, she was moving along there. Great. She showed up for a race that prep before the Breeders' Cup was awful. And I thought, ah, just toss that one out. No, she was awful again. She just quit. And like I said, when they do, that's it. And I don't necessarily think Warlike Goddess has just quit. I mean, she tried, but it is what it is, right? I mean, anything else on that before we uh, wrap this up here? Me? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I think we is there anybody else on the show? <laughs> well, we okay. had mid squad. I think he's bowing out. <laughs> <laughs> right. He said, "Thanks for the answers. You're welcome." <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for the question. We didn't have anything to talk about tonight, so no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, ask another question, please. Yeah, no. Uh, listen. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I tell you, we had. Uh, let's see, we've got about five minutes. I said we get. We only have a thirty. <laughs> Kevin D says me what? <laughs> no, he was. I was talking to you, Kevin. Uh, all right, we we've only got about uh, five ten minutes because Jared and I got to get going on blinkers off as well. Um, but I, I feel like this. We maybe we should always do thirty minutes because this is this is a, a real tight show. I feel like. yeah. No. All right, all right. I told you we'd talk baseball for a second. I I, I know you wanted to, to talk a little bit about it. Uh, general thoughts right now, American League. Uh, Let's talk about trade deadline. Okay. I the Orioles did a really nice job, and the Rangers did a really nice job. Yes. And the Astros. And the Astros. And I think you're looking at the three best teams right there. I agree. Yep. Probably. Yep. Uh, Baltimore is not getting any respect at all, and they have the second-best record in baseball. For some reason, though, people don't believe in them. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I didn't today, and I'm kicking myself. I, I had them down as a bet, chickened out. I uh, should have taken them. I think they were plus 140 or something like that. One easy against Toronto. And look at their record, 67 and 42. They've overtaken the, the Rays. And uh, they just keep very consistent playing real well. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be a great race in the West, I think, between Texas and Houston. These two teams picked up veteran starting pitchers. That's really going to help them. Scherzer wasn't great today but he was good enough as the Rangers beat the White Sox. And uh, this is a guy that's going to win some games down the stretch for him. And, and then Houston picked up Verlander. So you got two veteran pitchers that know how to win that went from a horrible situation in New York to a chance now to, to get in the playoffs and go maybe to the World Series. So the, I look for those pitchers to really help those two teams. And the Orioles got Flaherty from uh, the Cardinals, and he's had a history of pitching pretty well uh, in big games. So they really improved themselves. 
it's going to be really interesting. Uh, Scherzer and uh, Verlander right there battling it out. <laughs> like I said, after escaping New York, they're going to see a lot of each other, just not on the same teams. That's uh, right. It's going to be really interesting uh, battling yeah, out there. Be, yeah, it's going to be fun. And then, you know, uh, jockeying for that wild card, those wild card spots, uh, yeah. nothing's coming out of the central except the, the division winner. Yeah. Wow. But the, the, the Angels are playing decent. Seattle's hanging tough. And then you've got Toronto, which is probably going to make it Tampa. And the Boston and the Yankees are still in it. So it's going to be an interesting stretch drive, I think, to get into those playoffs or those wild card spots. I don't know if the Yankees are still in it. They look dead to me. but Yeah, but, but they're mathematic. You know, they're in good shape if they could get on any kind of a roll. Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. Uh, let's go National League here. Mid-Squad is a, a Reds fan like myself. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. So we talked about the Reds and the Cubs, how huge of a series this was going to be. The Reds, you know, take care of business, look pretty sharp in the first game, and then have gotten their ass kicked. The last 20 <laughs> runs two nights ago, and what was it? What did it end up? Last night. They were doing a 30 run. And so I bet the Reds last night, and I looked at the – because we, we had Jared. We are picking him up. looked at the phone. It's like three to nothing. It's five to two. Reds are ahead. I'm like, all right, this is good. And the next time I looked at it, it was 14 to six or something like that. Yeah, it ended up six to six. So, yeah, I mean, they're pitching totally blown up, but they're still in first by a half game. I'm not panicked because here's the deal the Reds win tonight, and it's they take, you know, two out of four, which we kind of said a split series would be pretty good for either the Cubs or the Reds, both. Mm-hmm. Um, that Central is a fun division. Those three teams there are going to battle it out, I yeah. think, until the end. Yeah. Uh, we t- we talked about the Reds a lot because you like the Reds so much. I'm I'm talking about just between you and me, not not on the show, yeah, uh, so much. Had a talked about a little bit on the Daily Show, but uh, very interesting what they did at the trade deadline, which is basically nothing. Right. They did not go out and get a Scherzer like I thought they would, or a Verlander, uh, or a second line pitcher, so to speak, like Flaherty or Montgomery from the Cardinals. I thought they would go out and get an arm, and they didn't. And it's just a sign to me they weren't going to give up any prospects, and they think they can win the division with what they've got, and they're going to get nothing but better as the years go along. So they stood steadfast with what they've got. Mm -hmm. Now, will it be good enough? I don't know. I think they're banking on the fact the division isn't that good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Milwaukee is just not – they're not very good. And they're up and down, up and down. The problem is the Reds can't beat the Brewers, and that is an issue. Well, they don't have any games left with the Brewers. That's oh, the good that's news. Right. But the bad news is they lost so many games against them, or they would be – say they split with the Brewers. They're like yeah. four in front right now. It's that's over. Right. It's not yeah. over, but it's close. Yeah. And now they, it's left – and now, they, now they, they can't get the Cubs out. So it's like they can't oh, beat the people in the division. When you look at that division – uh, the Reds are a great story. They really are. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati is a baseball town, and they've been been down for quite a few years now. So it's a great story. How many wins do you think it's going to take? I, I'm not sure. I, I think 88 might win it. Yeah. So let's say 88 wins it. The Reds would have to go uh, 29 and 23. To win the division, and and I think eighty eight and seventy four wins the division. I think ninety definitely wins it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I don't think any of those teams are going to run off from any of the other. The other, well, they all have they all have weaknesses. The Cubs are, are are wildly inconsistent with pitching. Mm-hmm. 
the, the Brewers are just don't have a great lineup. And, no. and the Reds, again, they're inconsistent with pitching. So I still lean Reds. I really do. And, and like Kevin, I think, mentioned, they've got the Nationals coming up after this, and then they've got the Marlins. So, you know, and then they've they got be. Lot of games with the Pirates. They've got games with the Cardinals. It's going to lessen up a little bit. They need to win tonight, though. They, they need do. to win tonight. So. And, and the Cardinals, um, they they really have traded a lot of players. You know, they didn't trade their, anybody out of their lineup that I know of, mm-hmm. but they traded some pitching. So you would think they're going to fall a little bit, and those are teams you got to beat. You got to beat the Cardinals when you play. Well, yeah, the Cardinals yeah. are going to they're going to rebuild their their pitching in the offseason. Yeah, you got to be obvious. Them. Yeah, when you go to, when you play them, if you're good, if you're a good team, you got to beat them. So. Um, I think they've got enough also to hold on. Um, that West is is interesting too because you got the Dodgers and the Giants. The Giants are playing extremely well yeah. uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, the D backs, I think, are about to fade out to the Atlantic Ocean. You know, they've got a ways to go to get to the Atlantic Ocean from Phoenix, but <laughs> they are heading that way fast. Yeah. Uh, and then you know you get the Phillies that are playing decent. In the East, uh, Atlanta is far and away the best team in the in the National League. I think it will be a huge upset if they don't don't get their way to the World Series. Yeah, well, there was, that was my last question: Is Atlanta going to be in the World Series from the National League? And you said, yes. I just don't think there's anybody. Maybe you know the Dodgers are one of those teams. Yeah. They're they're kind of hard to beat. They're kind of hard to beat, but I don't think Cincinnati can go toe to toe with the Braves. Uh, they just don't have enough pitching uh, to do it. Now, Cincinnati's got a great closer. That guy is good. Yep. And, uh, and and the other thing we are talking about the other day, Ashcraft is starting to pitch for the Reds. He pitched extremely well last year. He's he's tough. Ashcraft is, is tough, and Abbott, you know, he's he's mm-hmm. tough. If they can get Hunter Green back, he's not yep. bad. Um, the problem, like Ben Lively has been pitching good until that Cubs game, and yeah. uh, Williamson yeah. hadn't been horrible until the Cubs game. So. No. They're, they're just weak on the back end. Williamson's, yeah. eh, and then Weaver, you don't know what he's going to do. Oh, God. I'm, I'm ter- After back-to-back games with, with what's happened in, in Chicago, I'm terrified what it might happen. You shut him out tonight. <laughs> I hope so, but I'm terrified because I, he scares me. He scares the right. shit out of me. You follow the Reds a lot. I, I keep hearing about this superstar they have in the minors, this yeah. pitching prospect. I guess they're going to leave him down there and call him up in September. I guess, I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I hear about him on the on the, on the the telecast all the time. Uh, so I, I don't know the status of that. But, yeah, I know I know he's there. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, Weaver, I can't stand him. But, <laughs> so we'll see what happens tonight. Well, like- you know, and that's the that's, – uh, they just decided, by golly, they were not going to give up their prospects for a frontline pitcher. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, just decided they weren't going to do it. Yep. They think they got enough to win a division that's pretty weak. Yep. And if they don't, so be it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. I, I agree, and I think I think they they were talking on. Uh, uh, I don't know where I was watching. I've been watching so much stuff. But they're, uh, baseball, uh, like the baseball trade deadline I was watching, and they, they kind of said the same thing. It's like they're not going to sacrifice just for this year. And no. if they win it, they win it. If not, they're not going to trade young players. So that's what Well, yeah. the other thing is, too, they may be thinking that 
we're not going to win the World Series anyway with this bunch. We're just not. Mm-hmm. I am surprised, though, they didn't pick up a Montgomery or somebody like that. Because uh, I think you could have got him fairly um, for the price. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Jason, I, in. yeah. We uh, we set this up like two minutes before. We we've been uh, been been juggling schedules today, Jason. So, but we're here now. So, uh, by the way, I didn't get to see Jason. It, it rained all Jim Dandy day. I wasn't in my normal spots, and it was it was a mess. So that was a horrible day, yes. uh, weather wise. Yeah. Now racing, hoo, that was fantastic. <laughs> racing was incredible. Yep. The weather was awesome. A lot of fun for sure. Yeah. All right, we're going to be covering a little bit of what happened last weekend coming up at, at uh, it'll be 8.30 Eastern time. 8.30 Eastern time, Blinkers Off uh, is set now, so we will be here at 8.30 to make everybody uh, aware that that's coming up. Um, we will talk about the Forte situation as as well as some Elite Power Talk to start the show. We'll do a lot more Whitney stuff, get Jared's thoughts on that, plus rapid fire the other big stakes at Saratoga on this incredible card. I thought this card was top to bottom about as good as what Saratoga has ever had for a Whitney. I don't know the Whitney itself, but the other races are fantastic. So we're going to talk all about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And like I said, that's going to come up at 830 Eastern. Um, That'll do it for Papa Dude and I. A little bit of a shorter. I want to give a little teaser. Okay. Next week, I believe if things go the way we're planning, football returns to this show. That's right. Yes, we're going to do over-unders for, well, we'll do like our preseason top 25 for college football one of the weeks. We'll do over-unders for NFL and college football one of the weeks. So, yeah, football makes its return um, because we're only, let's see, well, the Hall of Fame game is actually going on right now or soon. And Um, and we we had several degenerates betting on that tonight. Okay. And I cannot believe you want to waste your money on a game that doesn't count. (laughs) Anyway. I told him, I'm not, if you see me betting on an exhibition game, <laughs> I am in the throes of Alzheimer's. So <laughs> if I start betting on an exhibition game, it's because I am either have latter stages of dementia or I'm into Alzheimer's, and I think the game is real. I think it's a real game. Yes. <laughs> well... With that being said, uh, Jason is on the Jets and the under tonight in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank One you time we were with uh, Mr. Pasternak, and uh, it was this weekend, I think, and he bet the Hall of Fame game, and he bet the over. Um, remember, it ended three to nothing or something. Yeah, it ended three to nothing, and he bet the over. So mm-hmm. that's funny. Um, anyway, all right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. We will be back next week with a full show. Like I said, we're covering uh, football. Football returns to the show next week, so that will be fun. Um, we'll do a couple, two, three weeks of that, and then it'll be into the actual football season. So that being said, we'll be back right here on the channel. 30 minutes for Blinkers. Are, we'll be here in 30 minutes for Blinkers off. And, uh, yeah, so just go grab a sandwich or something and come right back. All right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for watching, and we'll see you next week. This is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holmes and men. And it's Bob the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.